Go ahead. Yeah, Elijah had a abductor strain. Uh, I think last practice two days ago. Uh, he'll be out a little bit. Um, it's day to day, but at least probably a week. Um, Jalen Moore had a scare. Ended up just being a bone bruise to his knee. Um, same thing day to day, a little bit of time, but um, it was good news based off how we felt out there that day. Kyle, was this a, a next step in the progression for Brock uh, being able to practice today? No, because he just he's had two days on, one day off, and so he had yesterday off. We don't want to go two in a row, so he went today. He'll go tomorrow, um, then he gets the third practice off. So it's part of the whole plan. Um, that's why we have these three days. Could we read into anything that uh, Brandon Allen didn't take any eleven on eleven snaps today? Nope. Just a sort of abbreviated practice. Yeah, we always do on the first day off after an off day. So just not a lot of reps. And um, there's three out there, and there weren't enough reps for four on this day. What's the, the thought process behind that? I think some people think that when you have a day off, then you can come right back at it. You guys seem to back off. Um, just all the science and all the stuff we do each year. Each year we try to look at injuries around the league, injuries with us. And we always try to um, get our practices and reps and where we go. Um, as good as we can, as hard as we can without injuries. Um, so we usually go a low day. Um, when we have three-day blocks, tomorrow will be a high day. The third day will be a medium day. And when it's all said and done, we get all the same amount of reps, but we just stagger it differently. Where's Aaron Banks today? Aaron is in the concussion protocol. And how about Drake Greenlaw? Um, Greenlaw just had an off day. He had some a shoulder strain, I think it's the right word. He's day to day, it was close to going today, expect him out tomorrow. I know you like those dual practices, but do you kind of ramp up towards them? How do you view kind of the scheduling with those practices coming up? Um, the same. I mean, everything with us is a ramp up. We kind of um, we stagger it up and down and up and down, but each three days it goes a little bit more. And um, we, we, we try to build to the top of the mountain, which is um, the top of our mountain is usually about 40 reps um, for the ones. And the top of the mountain is the, the exact data that's our first Raiders practice. So you always, this will be our first time scrimmaging against guys the first week. We usually do it the second week. Um, but that Thursday is our day. We're at the top of the mountain with a bunch of reps. And I'm excited it's going to be against another team instead of our own team. No, it probably would have been harder if it was tomorrow. Um, but today's such a small rep day. Um, we're all right to get through it. Trey had, a, Trey had a pick there, you know, in that last series. What did you see on that play? Um, just tried to throw it over the hooker, and the hooker got under it. So when they, it's a high-low, and he was too deep, and he wanted the deep throw, and uh, he's got to check it down. Uh, Danny Graham made a couple plays today. What are you seeing from him in this camp so far? Um, I think he's having a real good camp. You know, he put the work in in phase one, two, and three. Um, was able to get through OTAs, um, working hard and not having an injury. And um, he obviously spent the 40 days away well because he's catching the ball well. He's in real good shape. And um, he's been out there very consistently. And the ball came his way a little more today. Has Jordan Mason taken strides since his rookie year? Uh, yeah, I thought Jordan had a great rookie year. Um, helped us out a lot. I think um, just understand the offense better as a whole, um, getting better in the pass game. Um, I definitely think he's taking some strides. Where, where do you see Lot too and Willis just kind of working tight ends? Is it hard for them to jump out? Do you see them jumping out? I think it's hard. I mean, we got, I mean, everyone knows George. And then when you look at um, 
Charlie and Dwelly, I mean, they're as consistent of what they do, and they've been here for so long. Um, and then tight ends, there's so much that go. We asked our tight ends probably to do more than any other position because how involved they are in the run game and the pass game. And those guys are getting thrown in it big. We just finished really our whole install, and hopefully it slows down a little bit for both of them as we get going here. Is tight end as hard a position to, to get a rookie reps out there? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, just um, one, we got some depth at it, but I mean, they're getting the reps, um, but it's just all the stuff that takes a while to do. I mean, you can show up in one-on-ones and things like that, but we're trying to get them to play in our offense and learn how, I mean, it's hard to go out there as a tight end in the pass game if you can't contribute in the run game. And so you got to work at both just as much. And um, those guys don't get a lot of that in college football. Chris Kassar was telling us yesterday that uh... What he's seeing from Javon Kinlaw right now is one of the most gratifying things he's seen since he's been here in terms of him stacking practices and looking healthy. And I mean, your observation on how he looks right now. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree. I and mean, when you watch, we, every year we're really hoping Javon, I mean, since we took him, we, we know how talented he is. And every year we're hoping he can come back and have the health and play the way that we know he's capable. Um, and every year it's just heartbreaking um, with how hard he's worked and what happens with him. And this year it's been so encouraging because it's the first year that he's gone from February all the way up to now with no setbacks. And for him to have the OTAs that he did and to bring it into now, it's um, – you know how much it means to him. You know how much he's put into it, and probably as much as I've seen any player. And it's hard when you have those three years where you don't have good luck, and to see it, him having the results of the effort he's put in is, um, you really are pulling for the kid. Uh, when you go in and watch Brock now on film, is it in the back of your mind when he's coming back from, or is that completely off your off your mind? Just evaluating him for what he is right now. Yeah, that's completely off my mind. I mean, he's healed, he's healthy. I mean, guys got to get in throwing shape and they got to play and stuff and get used to that. I mean, that, that takes time and stuff. But, I mean, I'm not thinking about his injury anymore. He is? I mean, I think guys always do. But, um, I mean, I don't, you don't step out there until, you, until you're healthy. Um, so even when guys' knees and stuff are, I mean, they're healthy, they can go, and it takes a couple things for them to have the confidence. You'd have to ask Brock, but I don't quite think this injury is as much like that, even just talking to other quarterbacks and stuff. It feels that way at the beginning. It feels that way for a few months, but once it heals, um, it's a pretty good track record with everyone on how healthy they are. You have to remind defensive guys, like you saw play a couple of days ago, that don't hit him when he has the ball in his hands. I have to remind defensive guys that every single play on whoever's at quarterback for my whole career, and that will continue. Um, but yeah, it is a lot more sensitive when you see it happen to a guy that that ended his season that way last year. But I mean, that's all we talk about. I mean, that's what kind of that's what killed Trey his first two years was hitting his finger on a helmet and breaking it, and that messed him up for about a year and a half. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that we emphasize every day in this room and team meetings is how to get better but not hurt the quarterback. And I do. that's my main reason, like in those guardian helmets, because when you hit your finger on those helmets, there's kind of a pillow on top, so that helps a lot. Um, I had to hold my breath so I didn't lose my mind. Uh, it's, I could see it was all right, but I definitely, and the guy, I mean, it's human nature. I mean, the only way you can finish a sack is if you run, run, and reach, and those guys do it, and that's why we have to get on them all the time not to do it because it is human nature, and then they all do it, and they pull their hands back like they didn't. Um, so it's why you, I used to get annoyed when coaches would make such a big deal about it when I was younger because, like, chill out, man. Just let them play football. It's not the end of the world, and then eventually you coach long enough and you you lose players in practice to some things like that and you realize how big of a deal it is. So um, the defense gets annoyed with me a little bit on it, but I never stopped talking about 
on how to protect guys and not just the quarterback, but we had too many people on the ground that, um, our last practice and how to be physical but not go to the ground. So it's something we're constantly working on. No, I, I think it's more the real refs were there, the NFL refs were there. Um, and we've had some other, not, uh, that's rude. Um, I didn't mean it that way. Um, the, the refs that come here to work and prepare for other stuff that aren't the NFL refs, they don't throw as many flags. And um, I think sometimes our DBs get used to it. And so then the real, the NFL refs were there and they threw a lot of flags for in man coverage and stuff. And so they got to back it up a little bit, um, but that's really part of camp. I don't think anyone's back to where they were exactly last season. We're going through training camp. You know, a lot of guys had more practices than him, but we only had six in OTAs. But um, he'll get there. Um, he's doing some good things. Um, they're all doing some good, all doing some bad. So, um, but we're not worried about Brock. Brock's the real deal. He knows how to play. And um, we just got to have our team keep getting better, and he'll keep getting better as we go. Last training camp, you made a comment that you hoped Ambry Thomas could just compete to make the team. This training camp, there does seem to be a bit of a shift. What do you attribute that to? Um, I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, the shift in, I think he's working harder. I think um, he's, he attacked OTAs, phase one, two, and three, a lot harder than he did the year before, um, which made him look so much further ahead in OTAs than he was the last two years. Um, then he leaves for 40 days and he comes back and he looks a little bit better than he did in OTAs. So I think his mindset and everything has been um, great. I, I mean, over the history of my career, you look a lot of look at a lot of people who play as a rookie. Sometimes it's default because of injuries and stuff. And um, you know, your whole life you don't know if you can play in the league, and then you get in there, and human nature kind of eases up a little bit. And I've seen that more in people's second seasons than any season of my career. And uh, I think that happened a little bit to Ambry. Um, that's why he was a little bit on the outside looking in last year, but he ended up making it. He competed, and this year I think he learned what happened to him and. When you just watch out on the field, you can see his um, urgency and preparation so much better. No, I mean, there's a, I mean, we're trying to work everything with him. I mean, Elijah is extremely good back, and he's had some unfortunate things with injuries. Uh, he is a very physical runner, but um, you don't strain your abductor because you're running physically. Um, so there's, you know, I think all of our runners are pretty physical. Um, sometimes that can happen, but, you know, his bad injury last year, he had his foot in the ground and someone hit his knee. Um, I think it was his MCL. So it's you can't change your style that's also what makes him great i don't always think that's what's getting him hurt either um but he has had some muscle strains and stuff and we've i think he got hurt on the exact same day last year in camp um it'll probably help him to be out here a little about a week and a half most likely but um elijah does everything right he just he's, had, he's been unfortunate with it so i um, hope we can find the secret remedy as we go caliber obviously you know what you're getting as a player but how much do you consider you know what he can do in terms of unlocking other guys and like a guy like Armstead for example in 2019 we saw what he could do with Buckner and those guys there how, how much is that a consideration what can it do for a guy like Eric to have 
Um, so much. I mean, for all four of them. I mean, the more guys that are there, the better. Um, the less you can put on one person, the more space there is. I mean, when you just what what Nick does on the edge for guys having to kick out so far helps out the inside guys. Um, when there's two inside guys that have the get off that both these guys have that Ken Law's having that the quickness Javon ha Javon has. We got Javon and Javon, so it's really tough on me. Um, but that, that's our whole goal. When you can't just do it with one, you can't usually do it with two. You got to have a lineup of them, and they got to keep coming. They got to be in shape. They got to stay healthy. And um, we feel when we have that, we're pretty hard to beat. How did the Kareem Abdul Jabbar thing come about? I'm sorry. Um, Harry Edwards brought him out. Um, he, which was unbelievably so cool, um, just to see him out there. It wasn't hard to spot. He was definitely taller than everybody. Um, but you get some legends around sometimes, and I mean. Cream's a legend of legends, so that was about as cool of a um, legend that could come around here as players. That was pretty cool. All right, guys. All right.